This is God Alive. This is the Exalted Pile Driver. This is Criff. I mean Arnold. This is Alex and Nick from Tyrannonaut. Greetings from the far Siberian deeps. Here is Peter of Isgerur Morph. This is Zeke Evil from Natal Quest. This is Nick from Hessian Farm. This is Jason from Sulaco. I'm eating a plain cheeseburger. What's up, everybody? This is Ross Dolan from Immolation. This is Brian Mason from Charmer, Sulaco, and Contrarian. Maybe BML. What's up? This is Sully. This is Mama Nat. Hey, this is Rick Dorff from Wolfpack 44, the Electric Hellfire Club, and Coven. This is Richie from Grave Huffer. We're Mortal Possession, and you're listening to
okay yeah yeah well it started off a little rough yeah i had to go to the doctor yeah get a shot in my face (laughs) i'll give you a shot in your face (laughs) that is not what i meant (laughs) (laughs) how was your week it was all right yeah yeah it's been uh the weather hasn't been great it's been gloomy and raining quite a bit yeah and I don't like that. I know. Um, I did publish my first blog. You did. I was proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. It hasn't happened in months. And I practiced piano. You did. Yep. And, um, yes, I love hearing you play piano. And the blog was very good. Thank you. And I'm really glad you did it. Thanks. And it gave me, I still haven't, but it gave me the motivation to get back to work on something that I've put off for a few months. Yes. That needs to happen. Well, good. I'm glad I was motivating. Yep. Um, I came across a couple of uh, random tidbits that I thought were interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is 50% of parents lack the knowledge on how to raise children in the absence of smartphones. Hmm. I That's not surprising. Like that, I don't know. I feel like I've become very dependent on my phone for a lot of things. Yeah, I think we all have. You know? Yeah. Um... I always joke about like how 
There's a portion of my job that's not on, like, you can't just search shit on YouTube and find it, but I've definitely used Google and YouTube for many things to learn. You know what I mean? I think about, yeah, like, how did people do this stuff pre-internet? I know. I didn't mean to sidetrack. No, it's no, it's a good conversation. Um, over seventy percent of Americans cheat at US bachelor. Americans? <laughs> cheat at bachelor and bachelorette parties. They cheat. Seventy percent. What do you mean? Oh, they cheat. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I thought like playing they a cheat? game or something. Oh, they cheat. Um. Hmm. Yeah, that's not. That's not real surprising. Seventy. Yeah. Where's that from? The stat. Oh, I don't know. I just closed out of it. Animals A to Z. <laughs> it's an actual site. <laughs> Fox News. Um, and then I thought this was fun. Did you know that there's a small village in Holland? That's only for people with dementia. It's designed to be a normal environment with a secured perimeter so patients can safely roam the grocery store, restaurants, cafes, and gardens without feeling locked down and confused. Hmm. I might have to look into that. (laughs) Soon. Yeah. um, I love that, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um. I think it still exists, and I can't remember what it's called, but there's an app that, at least for iPhone, that um, you you use your camera and you look through it, and it and it displays like it's supposed to display to you, to the viewer, as somebody with dementia would see the world. Ooh. And it's really weird. Yeah. I downloaded it, like, I don't know, six months ago maybe and looked at it. It was it was odd and worth looking at, but I deleted it because there was no, I don't know, it was kind of sad. It's very sad. But, like, there was nothing I was going to keep doing with it, so I I just got rid of it. But I, I'm going to look it up and see. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I know it's weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. A little weird. Um, What do you say we play some songs? Okay. I like songs. Well, we're going to play videos. I have to change my vocabulary now that we're on video. Yeah? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Please prepare for emergency evacuation. All reactor core safeguards are now non-functional. Please prepare for emergency evacuation.
institutions Compared with other rules of capitalism Cheated by the gates, scourging his hopes Keep moving cause the stones keep on falling Moving about Frank, pouring on his brain All the faces never come, stones around my neck Rock the sky, drifting from the sea Devoured by the wolf of capitalism Jaded by the gate, discouraging results Watch out for the skulls
Have you heard of a bartender codes? Codes? Yeah. No. I uh, I happened upon this uh, resurfaced Reddit article or thread. Okay. Um, and it it outlines uh, bartenders codes, which are like uh, number number systems, meaning different things. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll give you some examples. <gasps> Uh, 86 means that they ran out of a product. Um, 200 means a customer's waiting. 50 meaning to catch something. 700 refers to an attractive customer. Um, the person that posted this, I was wondering if any other mixologists had uh, a code system at their place of employment mm-hmm. and then some people chimed in on this so this is something we'll have to like listen for as we're out and about um i feel like the bars that we frequent probably not. yeah probably not <laughs> i know so i know they just say things <laughs> yeah i know uh when i was bartending years ago it wasn't at like I won't, a fine dining I, establishment yeah, i won't go into where it was but there were there was nothing like that. No number systems. Um, so some other people chimed in and said that uh, one, 100 means to clean something up. 200 means a customer needs serving. 601 and 602 are numbers that are used for bathroom breaks. <laughs> and I think we can determine what the differences there um why does it have to be like can it just be 600 for i gotta go to the bathroom well you gotta know if it's a number one or number two why though (laughs) how i don't know maybe how urgent it is or how long yeah um this one says they had a uh, a rating system for <clears throat> for women. Um, the first it's a three digit number. The first digit is zero to nine on uh, how attractive the woman's face was. The second number is zero or one, meaning they would or wouldn't with this woman. And the last number is the body. Uh, so seven. For example, 719 is pretty damn good. And 303 looks like your grandfather. <laughs> That's what they said. Not your grandfather, but, you know, someone's grand- yeah, grandfather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 919 uh, means that the person is, is pretty close to being perfect. Hmm. Uh, another, another one said that 300 is an attractive lady... 300 high is uh, a large-chested woman. Um, 900 is code for a dude with a girl that he has rented, meaning he's probably going to tip high to show off to his rented date. Sounds like a lot of work goes into this. Yeah. They mention... uh, the Hulu show, The Bear, at the end. 
citing that they use the term 86 on there a lot. But I've heard that for a long time in like all aspects of life. Hmm. The term 86. Yeah. Yep, pretty interesting, huh? Pretty interesting. So, that's a good segue into something I have. Yeah. Um, I came across this article that said, remember the waitress who sued Hooters for giving her a toy Yoda instead of a toy Yoda? <laughs> have you ever heard of this story? No. Um... 2001, a woman named Jody Berry was working as a waitress at Hooters in Florida um, all those years ago when her restaurant held a contest among its workers. Whoever got the best beer sales would win a new Toyota. Or rather, a toy Yoda. Uh. Um, Berry worked hard and knocked her beer sales out of the park when the big day came for her to get her prize, a brand new car, or so she thought. She was instead presented with a toy version of Yoda from Star Wars in a box. <laughs> Barry was pissed, <laughs> as I'm sure a lot of us would be. <laughs> um, she was so pissed, in fact, that she not only quit her job at Hooters, but she ended up suing the restaurant. That's ridiculous. A year later, Barry and the company that owns Hooters settled outside of court. What? Why did they settle? And they don't even say what she settled for. Hmm. Oh, wait. Barry's attorney said that the settlement was enough so that Barry could pick out whatever type of Toyota she wants. So wow. in the end, she got what she wanted. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. I like it. I don't know. It's kind of amusing. It is amusing. It shows how like litigious this country is. Yeah. Like sue for everything. Yeah. And anything. Yep. And often win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they, they probably had it written down somewhere like this contest, right? I'm assuming. And I wonder how it was written. Was it like, was the word Toyota like? Or was it toy Yoda? Like, was it two separate words? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, did they try to get out of something and they, you know, like kind of sold it as like, you get a new car? Or... Yeah. Yep. Yep. They could have just given her 50 doll hairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Yoda in the box, tell me that Barbie joke you told me earlier. Oh, why isn't there a pregnant Barbie? Why? Because Ken comes in a different box. Fuck you! 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 Fuck
right. So that grandma's pantry was something that you found on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, the local band, The End. Yep. There was no information. It was an unreleased demo from 1998. No track listing. Track list unknown is what it said on YouTube. So I, I vaguely remember this band, and I think Abysmal played with them at least once that I can re- recall. I liked them. Do you remember who was in it? No. Hmm. No clue. Well, if somebody could help us out, that'd be cool. Yeah. Because it's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. We enjoyed listening to it on YouTube. So. Yeah, I like it. And I remember liking them at the time. Um, but I don't remember who was in it. Or... Hmm. I'm sure somebody out there knows. Um, I think we've talked about this before, but... You and I share a fear of open water. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, those are like, and I've told you this before, those are like the only horror movies that get me. Well, so that's where I'm going. Uh, we also like scary horror movies, but we have been talking lately like there's nothing really out there. Um, everything that's been coming out, yeah, like, at least mainstreamish, kind of all has like the same storyline, same plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it gets less scary. Mm-hmm. But we did watch Open Water, um, a while ago. Yeah, and that movie kind of stuck with us. We were both pretty traumatized mm-hmm. from the psychological yeah. aspect of it. Um, did you know that that was based on a true story? Yes. You did? Yeah. I did not. Um, so it says here, imagine surfacing from an ocean dive only to discover your boat is gone and you're completely alone. This scary situation actually happened to Tom and Elaine Longergan, Lonergan, sorry, on um, January 25th, 1998. Tom and Elaine were experienced divers on a trip to Australia's Great Barrier Reef when their dive boat crew left them behind. Two days passed before anyone realized they were missing, and rescue teams searched search for the married couple unsuccessfully for days. The two were never seen again and are assumed to be lost at sea. Um, yeah, that's what happened. So Tom and Elaine's dreadful fate turned into the film Open Water. Mm. Uh, the 2003 film was a critical darling and depicted the couple meeting their end by being circled by sharks. The true story behind the open water movie, however, is much scarier simply because nobody knows what actually happened to them. Mm -hmm. So then there's like all these theories. Um, So apparently in order to communicate effectively underwater, many divers carry dive slates, small boards on which they can write messages or record information. Six months after Tom and Eileen's disappearance, a well-weathered slate was discovered by a fisherman miles from Who's their Eileen? dive site. <laughs> I thought it was Elaine. Oh, did I say Elaine? Mm-hmm. I think it's Eileen. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Uh, along with the date of January 26, 1998, at a time of 8 a.m., the slate read, Please help us or we will expire. Hmm. Um... We've seen a few movies like that with the open water concept. 
Yeah. Sorry, were you still reading? Yeah, that's okay. I mean, there's there's other theories. Um, some believe they had a suicide pack. Some believe that they just like disappeared into the sunset on purpose. Mm-hmm. Some believe they were eaten by tiger sharks. Mm. The the thought of floating in the ocean in itself is horrifying. Like <laughs> yeah, especially and, at night. And uh, exactly, yeah, at night. Like not in a boat, but just floating in mm-hmm. the middle of the ocean, not Ugh. near a shore, or a, a populated beach, or anything. I don't know. Mm-mm. Yep. I wish, like the, um, you know, like Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween or what, something like that. I wish, like that was the uh, visual uh, reaction uh, yeah. that you got. Yeah. yeah. I know. But no, there's got to be other types of, I don't know. Well, so we follow that one Facebook group, um, Strange Films or whatever, Mm. and somebody had posted um, if anyone knew of movies with open water. Yeah. Obviously, open water was on there, but Mm. then we found like 10 other Mm. movies Mm -hmm. that have to deal with water. We haven't watched them yet. We, I think we watched one. And we did. I, I can't remember the name of it. And it was good. Yeah, it wasn't as good as open water, There was though. no open water. Yeah, that was that was something. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't seen open water, you should. Mm-hmm. I don't I think. I think a lot of people have a, a similar fear, but some people maybe it doesn't, doesn't get you like it does yeah, us. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I can't imagine that. No. That's why I will never put myself in a situation. I don't need to go diving. I don't need to go on cruises. Yeah. I, I don't need to see a tour of an ocean. No. I'm, nope. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Land is scary enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sure is. Um, all right. I think we got three videos to play.
have a story for you to follow. I have to follow it? That's well, a lot of pressure. What, you're obsessed with true crime, so I got a new one for you. Okay. That, maybe you've heard about this. You seem you seem to be uh, in the know about everything. <laughs> like I think, oh, I've never heard this story. And you're like, oh, yeah. I doubt it, but let's hear it. All right. But the title of this article is Woman Murders Landlord, Then Takes His Place, Rents to Tenant, I have not heard this. No? Okay. Uh, tenant discovered their landlord was a murderous imposter who tricked them into cleaning blood for a discount on rent, according to court documents. This happened in Texas. And I guess it was during the uh, severe winter storm they had in February of 2021. Uh, Pamela Ann Merritt lived at the house uh, 605 West Clay Street with her boyfriend Michael Brown. He told police according to court documents together with their 78-year-old landlord Colin Kurdachi. Apparently they murdered Kurdachi and hid his body under some stairs in the backyard and then uh, Merritt and her boyfriend took over his duties running the house to an unsuspecting tenant so they like killed the landlord and then became the landlord and started banking money hid his body uh, gave gave the tenant a discount to clean up his blood. To clean up his blood. Yep. Um, there's quite a bit more to the story, but... You haven't heard this one? No. Hmm. Um, it says the pair offered the tenant a discount on her rent if she agreed to clean... Uh, the second and third stories where she found, in quotes, large pools and drops of blood. Nobody's questioning this? Specifically near the bathtub. She also found a knife in the mailbox and a bin with blood in it and a crawl space, as well as personal items that belong to Kardachi. Um... She told police officer, the tenant told police officers that Merritt and Brown said that the previous landlord, Colin, had died at the hospital after falling on a sharp object. Oh, okay. There it is. I was wondering why somebody would just be like, oh, there's large pools of blood everywhere. Okay, I guess I'll clean it up. (laughs) The tenant told police in a later interview that she became suspicious that Merritt and Brown had something to do with Kardashi's disappearance. She told the pair that they would have more time in the house because the house would go to probate instead of foreclosure if his body was discovered. Two days later, on December 5th, she said Merritt and Brown began loudly discussing a dead dog under the, the backyard stairs. This is a bizarre story. It's, it's very odd, yeah. 
there's a bit more, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd be curious to see where this ends up through trial and all that. Yeah. But it's, it's an odd you one. You got to follow it. Yeah. I will follow this. I'm still waiting for a uh, shop business to get sentenced. Yep. You're all up in her Shaw business. <laughs> um, I have a question before we uh, part ways for the week. Okay. Which isn't a thing, but... Um, nope. If you had to pick one moment of your life to make into a movie, like an entertaining moment in your life, what would it be? One moment? Yeah. Like, or one, like, not moment, but, you know event I don't know you know the first thing that came to mind is probably not a good what is it um it's when I was chewing too much gum I thought about that for you too you did yeah and I inhaled the gum and it was stuck in my windpipe and like I was like I remember I was in the driveway of the place I lived and no one else was home and I was like I'm gonna die right here in the driveway (laughs) (laughs) that's not funny at all this is my life um we could do like a cross parallel plot mm -hmm. and I could be choking on cantaloupe (laughs) oh yeah because I'm married split screen (laughs) what what would yours be that yeah we just came up with an awesome movie yeah Last 30 seconds and it's over. (laughs) Happy ending. Yeah, because neither one of us die. (laughs) All right. Are we out of here? We're out of here. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And?
Bye.